What's up, guys? Brandon Barrasso here with Tom Henyon, and we're recording Twins Podcast with a Z. What's up, listeners? Tom and Brandon here. This week we're discussing who's going to win this weekend. Saturday, Sunday games, coming up the NFL playoffs, getting hot and heavy. Um, we're going to talk about the Nets, Harden. Tom has a little uh, controversy, controversial topic that he'll bring up later. And finally, about who's hot, who's not. Are we talking about sports or women? You'll find out at the end. So Tom's going to get us started right now. Uh, what do you think's going to happen this weekend, man? So, uh, we got a game in about an hour, actually. Uh, you know, it's 3.30 right now, and Packers-Rams Packers, Packers Rams game is coming on at 4.35. And I don't know if Brandon Barrasso is going to agree with me here, but uh, I'm going with an upset today in that game. I actually believe the Rams are going to upset the Packers. I think that Jalen Ramsey is the best cornerback in football and the matchups that he's had against star wide receiver number ones, he's shut them down. And the Packers' offense is completely revolving around Devontae Adams. I think he's going to clamp him down. I think Aaron Donald is going to get after Aaron Rodgers. And I think that the Los Angeles Rams are going to control time of possession, and they're going to win a low-scoring football game. All right. Well, I think, first off, no. Um, golf. I don't even know if he's a hundred percent still. So that offense right there is depleted. The run game's been pretty strong. I can give him that. Defense obviously with Ramsey and Donald is going to be a problem. But it's Aaron Rodgers. End of the day, I know he's a, pa- a stat patter. And I'll say it any day of the week because he is. But you got Tanya, who's been playing great. Adams, who I think he's not going to. If Ramsey plays him every play, it's going to be an interesting four quarters of football. I think a fight's going to break out between one of them at one point. But I think Adam's going to break free for at least one little little five-yard out because they'll be inside the five and they'll throw the football like, like <laughs> the usual. Um, and Jones. I mean, they have Jones. Aaron Jones is a great running back who doesn't get enough credit. Um, missed a lot of games this year, but he really is the running back that could really make a difference for the, the team today. And on the other side of the defensive end, you got Jair Alexander, who's been shutting down receivers all year. So I think... Who's their one? Cupper. Cup's not even playing. He might be questionable. And they got Robert Woods. I think they're going to get embarrassed by my boy Jair Alexander today. So I think the Packers win 24-10. I just don't see the offense breaking out for the Rams. They have a golf. They golf, if he plays great today, he might have a little shot in his finger to give him a little energy going forward. But it's going to be a tough game like last week. And the Seahawks were overrated and finally got exposed. Absolutely, one hundred percent. But this week the Packers are just a—I think the Packers are a solidified team that are just gonna, you know, I jump out. I completely disagree. I think the Packers are the same frauds that they were last year. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they went thirteen and three last year also. And every single time they played a good football team, complete team, they didn't show up and they got beat last year and they got beat in their in their first round of the playoffs. I know that they had a bye last last year, but. In the second round of the playoffs, they got beat, I forget by who, 
But I just, uh, at this point in time, I think Aaron Rodgers is, is the second best QB in football without a doubt. But I just don't think that this roster is that good. I just think they're frauds. They're front runners. They're gonna they're going up against a a tremendously rounded team right now. Well rounded team, and they're gonna get after Rodgers. And realistically, since Rodgers won that Super Bowl, he hasn't really had much playoff success. You can blame that on coaching, general management. I mean, whatever you want to blame it on. The owners, which the town. Yeah, the, the entire town. <laughs> yeah, because they have a lot of say. Those uh, those citizens. Um, <laughs> I just think they're frauds, and I said that three times already. I think that they're going to be exposed today against a great defense. It's the old saying, defense wins championships, and, I, and I'm and i not saying that the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl or anything, but I think they're going to make some noise today, and they're going to make an upset. All right, well, if you believe that, it's awesome. I Like I said, with Rodgers, no one wants to see him lose more than me today, just to show that he is a fraud as an MVP candidate and just should be Josh Allen. You you actually hate him. I just think that he's very I just think he's very annoying. My dog's barking and they don't stop. But yeah Josh I think think Josh Allen should be the MVP over Aaron Rodgers because if he had the same You're out of your damn mind. You're out of your skull if you think that Patrick Mahomes should not be the MVP this year. You think Josh Allen should be the MVP over Patrick Mahomes. I think Mahomes shouldn't get it, just because he's so good already. He's MVP. Every yeah, because that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Josh Allen should just get it. Once the back. equivalent is giving Derrick Rose the MVP over LeBron James. Ridiculous. Should yeah. never have happened. Well, it happened. Should never have so happened. Maybe it'll happen. Josh Allen should not win MVP this year. That is ridiculous and absurd that you said that. I'm just saying that Rodgers, if Josh Allen is in play calling, could have 55 touchdown passes and 20 rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's different. All right. Next game we got... It's actually uh, perfect. It brings us to the Ravens-Bills. So I've had a lot of people um, tell me that in a group, like in a group chat. My one friend, Doug Harder. He thinks the Ravens are going to blow the Bills out. And I think that's ridiculous. you got to run back as a quarterback in Lamar Jackson. And I think... Is it snowing today? It is snowing. And Lamar was saying that he's not a big fan of the snow. He's never played football in the snow. Well, but, that's why he's not a big fan of the snow. But time. this helps him out. They are a running football team. When it is snowing, you gotta run the you gotta run the ball. You gotta dominate the ground. And the Packers, not the Packers, sorry, the Ravens have a much better run offense and run defense than the Bills. I'm with I'm with Doug. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout, but I I don't see the Bills winning this game. Maybe I do just hate Josh Allen that much. I don't know. But I'm expecting a lot of turnovers from Josh Allen today. They should have lost last week to the Colts. And I think think the Ravens are winning this football game. They should have lost because Sean McDermott is the worst coach in football history. Running the ball three minutes left, or passing the ball three minutes left. That's not Allen's Allen's fault that they're calling runs. The Colts just didn't make enough plays in that game. They had opportunity, dropped interception. When you're playing a grandpa, I mean, you're going to... Dropped interception in the first half. Phillip Rivers can't throw a fucking spiral anymore, and the Colts are thinking about bringing him back. And Michael Pittman Jr., I'm pretty sure, dropped a touchdown in that game. Yeah. But I think think tonight's game, I don't think it's going to be blown up by either team. I think it's going to be a a hard-fought game. Uh, Like I said... Allen's been having a phenomenal year. He's probably riding that high. He Beasley's having a great year. Can't they, wait for him to crash and burn, baby. Yeah. Beasley's had a great year. Don't have to talk about Diggs in his year. 
That offense is solid. Their defense, they do get a lot of love, but they do falter in the secondary sometimes. They're very lackadaisical sometimes in the, the run. Pass game, if the guy gets an open field, they, you're more than likely gone. I guess that Bill's secondary. They just don't pursue in the secondary. The Ravens, uh, it's Lamar Jackson. I mean, he could have had a down year in your eyes. In my eyes, he did, but he's still Lamar Jackson at the end of the day. Uh, he really picked it up, though. He, I mean, ever since he, I mean, there's that meme, ever since he took that shit at halftime. Yeah, been, the cramp. Yeah, yeah. He let my boy Trace McSorley come in. He said, you're not playing again, Trace. So, that's going to be a hard-fought game. I got the Bills. I think defenses are going to be a little eh. So, I think 31 30 Bills. I I just, first of all, a lot I feel like is wrong there. I mean, I definitely think the Ravens are going to win the game. 30 and 31, that's just kind 31, of. 31 30. Yeah, but that's just kind of like a weird. Well, there's field goals. That's obviously. true. That's true. Um, but I just think that's that's a little uh, unrealistic for the weather. I mean, if it's actually going to be snowing in Buffalo, I, I think it's going to be unreasonable to expect 61 total points scored in a professional football game. With, well, I expected with a team like the Ravens, who they dominate time of possession. That's what they do. They want to run the ball. They want to tire out that defense. I just think you're out of your mind with with a 61-point game in the snow against the Ravens. I don't see it. Come back to me next week, and I, I guarantee that. I uh, think it'll be, you know, at most 21-24, something like that. I mean, I just... Don't and 16, plus, 16 points. And plus, me. you know, in a game like this where it's going to be hard to score touchdowns, the best kicker probably I've ever seen. Did you see he missed, he missed the kick last week? I didn't missed see it. Missed the field goal last week. I didn't see that. I was shocked. But still. I was shocked. The guy is... Basically automatic. And he can sing. You ever hear him sing? I didn't know that. Watch him sing opera. I cried. It was unbelievable. So that's going to be a good one. I got something to do later. Okay, well, let's roll into the Sunday games now. That's going to be an interesting one. What's Buccaneers? Buccaneers, Saints. Buccaneers, oh, Chiefs, Browns. You got, so first off in the first game, I think Buccaneers play first. Uh yeah that that's probably right yeah so you just got two old farts going against each other these guys have been playing football for twenty combined forty years at the helm of the quarterback position and then you got progressive versus uh, State Farm in the night game Patrick Mahomes versus Baker Mayfield two guys that are uh, insurance sponsors I think that's gonna be so I'll go to the Buccaneers game first I want to finish off with the Browns Chiefs I think the Buccaneers pull it off I like like I said. My boy Godwin is just a different level, and him and Brady are starting to connect on a level. I'll tell you, what, Antonio Brown and Brady are starting. That's to another too. like I just the other day I was saying this. They got the best receiver in football. No, yeah, I mean for nothing. I mean they legit have, and this isn't an exaggeration. I mean Gronk's been a pretty damn good player this year. He really I, picked it up. And yeah. I know this man got hurt, but they also had OJ Howard at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Yeah, but like, no joke. This is the most talented team I've ever seen when it comes to weapons. Mike Evans, the Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Gronk. I mean, that's I've never. That's that's a Madden team. So they signed AB week eight. Yeah. Well, if no, they, they signed him week one, but yeah, the way to week eight. Yeah. So imagine they. Had, I think I might be. Imagine all those guys, but I think their top fifteen receivers in football are on that team. Yeah. I mean, I. Godwin broke his I mean, finger. He was hurt a little bit. He hurt his hamstring yeah. at one point. 
So they were a little deflated, but yeah. I mean, Evans and Antonio Brown are surefire top 10 receivers in football. I don't care what anybody sells, says. And Godwin, the past two years, he's just put up tremendous numbers. And he's got a shit ton of talent around him, but it doesn't matter. You know, he still gets his. Yeah, I think the Buccaneers take it. I love Brees. Him and Mike, Michael Thomas, though, they they refined that little connection. They did. They did. I mean, um, Michael Thomas was hurt all year. You know, the Saints did win, you know, both their matchups against the Bucks, which... You would think that that would, uh, you know, they were both blowouts. Favor them out, but I, I don't know. I just, it's very hard to to win three times against one team. Not that, and you're going against TV and, twelve, and it's not even that. It's just we've talked about. Brandon brought up the age of both those quarterbacks. It seems like TB twelve still has an arm, and Drew Brees. I just feel like just doesn't have his arm anymore. I mean, it's just going to be a bunch of. I mean, if Alvin Kamara, I was going to say if Kamara shows the up, game, because yeah. the Bucks really don't have. They got a talented defense, but they're not that good. But you know, I don't like Tom Brady. I was a Colts fan. He made my life miserable for years. I'm a Jets fan, so don't that's even, a good point. Start um, misery. I just, I, I'm with you though. I don't see them. Uh, I don't see the Saints winning this game. You you like to, but yeah, like I said. That offense is just it. Yeah. That's this is the first real dominant, dominant offense Brady's had. He's had good offenses in his in his career, but this team. I mean has, the Randy Moss team. I mean. Yeah, but he didn't. Randy Moss was probably top three then, but right, yeah, he's probably top three. But he has three top, I think, fifteen receivers that's fair. right now. That's fair. And he's got Gronk back in a little prime action. Yeah. So I think we both agree on the Buccaneers here, but the night game, Browns Chiefs, like I said, Baker Mayfield. Mahomes. Last time they faced off, I think they combined for over a thousand yards passing, and they played in college. I think they combined for closer to like thirteen hundred yards passing. Yeah, I think Mahomes threw seven hundred yards in that game. It was what sixty. It was like sixty something, something crazy. To like I mean, fifty something. They had sixty six fifty eight. Was the yeah. score? That's like bananas. They 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 broke. Big twelve numerous. football right there. They broke no defense. Yeah, I mean, I think you give me a year to get in shape, I could probably be a third string corner. For a Big Twelve team, because that's how pathetic pass it's defense a joke. is. Yeah, it's really bad. But like I said, they broke numerous records in college against each other last time. Different, different spectrum now. I mean, you got Mahomes, best quarterback on earth currently. You got Mayfield, who's been playing phenomenal football. So I think, call me crazy. I think the Browns win. Win, but not. It's not going to be a blowout. Like I said, I just think they have so much energy coming in. The Steelers game, they they came in and punched them in the fucking face. Yeah, they I think the Steelers, the, Steelers, the Steelers absolutely stunk. So let's just not even throw them in the same breath I, as the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm just saying that. I get what you're saying. The Browns were heavily out, uh, favored underdogs. I, I get it. They weren't. They weren't given a chance. Yeah, well, you got the Steelers. got all the Steelers doing the TikTok dance. Now they actually they have. Suck. Now they actually have pressure on them, and they got to show up. They got to play a good yeah. game. They're not expected to this win. This is the Browns Super Bowl. I think. I mean, I. If they sure, beat the Chiefs, they've yeah, proved the, everyone wrong throughout, and I think they yeah, make a run to the Super Bowl. That's fair. That's fair. They're they're a talented enough team to win a Super Bowl. They are, but. I think this game has nothing to do with the Browns. To be perfectly honest with you, I just think it's the Chiefs. I I think every single football game from here on out, if the Chiefs play. Their football, they win. They're gonna win the Super Bowl. But if they do what they did last year, 
where they get down early, early yeah, teams, that's what I'm saying. because they they just didn't show up in the first half, the Browns will win that football game because they can dominate the run running game. Like I said, with the Browns, I I'm well, not, I got I'm, the Chiefs though. I'm not putting like I said the Steelers and Chiefs the same sentence, but the Browns came out so. They just want you did. saw the difference. But they were up twenty one nothing. You can't you can't blow a lead like that when you're up they were up twenty eight nothing, I think, at one point. They were. But when again, you, I when mean you jump up quick, you could be Mahomes, you could be Brady, you could have they could have the same kid together. And that kid could be a freaking phenom. You're not coming back from that. So I think Look, Ben Roethlisberger threw four interceptions in that game and the first freaking touchdown that was scored was a fifteen yard snap ball over the head of Ben Roethlisberger. Exactly. That's not I gonna mean, happen. It's all. not gonna happen. The Browns aren't going to get gift-wrapped or win. I, I got the Chiefs, and I got them by by two possessions. All right. I think I just think the Browns, I think I that's the upset. I want to see you at the upset in the, first, the Saturday game that's coming up in an hour. I just want, I think as a football fan, you want to give this one to the Browns. So I'm going to give it to them. I'm not going to give you a score. I'm just going to say that they win. Let's give participation medals out. Who gives who like who cares if it's a feel good story or not? You can't pick a team. Because I feel good for you the Browns because they remember the Jets because the maybe something like because it's a feel good. Well, story. maybe if someone hears a Jets fan feeling good for Browns fan, oh, when the okay. Jets are close in the playoffs, yeah. like you know what, I want the Jets to win. Okay, and that'll be awesome. Because that's gonna matter. That's gonna affect the outcome of the game. You just sound dumb. The power of possession. Let's move on. The heart. Let's move on. This is ri- that's ridiculous. It, that you said. <laughs> it makes you feel good. All right. And yeah, the Jets might wh- feel good. Whatever. Yeah, but okay. Moving from football in NBA my NBA action, baby. So if you lived under a rock, you probably died because you can't breathe under a rock. But if you just don't watch sports Are you in general, serious <laughs> with that? you saw that the Nets made a blockbuster deal for the fattest superstar in basketball, James Harden. So in the details, were they traded Karis LeVert to the Rockets and then to the Pacers, Jared Allen to the Cavaliers. Rodney Karuks to the Cavs. I didn't know he was involved. Uh, and they traded four first-round picks. And four pick swaps. And four so pick swaps. for the next eight years, they will not have their draft pick. So basically, like Tom's saying, they give it all up for James Harden. History shows the Nets, when they trade a lot of picks, a different, different circumstance, but when they... History shows the the one time when they traded for what a thirty six year old Kevin Garnett and a washed up Paul Pierce. Yeah, that's what we're gonna compare. A I'm just the last thing they traded. The, the last thing they traded. The last they traded four picks. Okay, yeah. They turned out to be Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. You're just you're wrong. Colin Sexton. You're you're those, you're wrong. Those are the four guys that the no, Nets picks that, came dude, from. Dude, no. Yeah. I don't. think yeah, so. I'm positive. I don't think that I'm it was positive. Tatum. Ta- I'm pretty sure Tate Young was. Dude, I, they started getting their draft picks with Marcus Smart. Pretty sure they got Tatum. Wait, no, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, wrong. They got Tatum. The Celtics stu- sucked at that time. Yeah, you're wrong. I'm wrong. Sorry. I about know. That. They got. T- I saw a thing the other yeah, day on bad. Twitter. My bad. It was Tatum, Brown, Memories off. Colin Sexton, Jesus Christ, That's and bad. someone else. And again, look, if the Nets had those picks, it could be they could be shaken up another way. They probably don't have the number three pick in the draft, but yeah. The Nets history shows trading sometimes can hurt them. I, it's a whole different circumstance. He's got a former MVP. Uh, he had a great year last year. He's currently freaking fat, so he's got to work on that. But you got Kevin Durant, Tom's best scorer on earth, and I agree. You got James Harden, second best scorer on earth. Yeah. Uh, 
Brooklyn Strip Clubs, watch out. Because he's coming. And then you got Kyrie Irving, who's... You don't actually have Kyrie, because he's just Well, he not, said he wants to, he said he wants to come back. Oh, he does? Yeah. Oh, it's about fucking time. Yeah. So, our... I can hate that guy. Our, I our, hate him. So, as Tommy can see, he hates him. He's a New Jersey guy, but he, I guess he can't like him all. We're going to talk about whether the Nets... What is the future there with Harden, Kyrie, and... Harden, Kyrie, and KD. So, what I everybody keeps saying, you can't play with two basketballs in NBA. These guys are the biggest ball hounds I've ever seen. And I, for one, if I'm a Nets fan, I'm excited. But at the end of the day, you have to think, you just gave up a budding star, I think, in Karis LeVert. You gave up a, a, way, a way better center in Jared Allen. I don't care about Karooks. He stinks. And then you give him four first-round picks. And now you have three guys that I'm telling you just won't. It's just not going to work out. But that's what I think. So I'm going to start it off with their uh, their best player and currently the face of the franchise, Kevin Durant. Who, who right now is the only one not being dramatic. Yeah, I mean, Kevin Durant is probably the most unselfish superstar, I mean, ever. I mean, the guy made it work with Russell Westbrook. I mean... You watch so, what you say about Russell Westbrook. All right. Big guy. So, Kevin Durant is obviously not going to be the problem here. I mean, he's he's that good. He's that just smart of a basketball player. He'll be able to make this work. Now... Will he, though? Because he, he did have that one... <clears throat> before he left the Warriors, him and Draymond had that huge... Yeah, huge but it still thing. worked. Like, they... No, st- it I mean, worked. But yeah, there there were issues. One for guy sure. was gone the next year. And that was KD. Fair, but again, they still won back to back championships. And realistically, if Durant's not injured, yeah, guess what? Kawhi Leonard Raptor fans they don't win that series. Everybody knows that. So they would have three peated if he doesn't rupture his Achilles. I think we could agree on that. No, yeah, I mean definitely. Um, you know, but like Kevin Durant, he's just gonna make it work. I think he's that good, and. I think another thing, I'll, I'll get back to the other two stars really quick. I think that we have to understand that, yeah, they gave up a lot. But the Nets are now the destination for veterans in the buyout market. I do agree. I you got to also realize that. So, you know, second half of the season is going to come around. There's going to be some good veterans, you know, whether it's a backup center, whether it's just wing depth, whatever it may be, yeah. they're going to want to play for the mid-level exception for the Nets. Yeah. So I, 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 just I do happen. think the Nets do need it. Um, I don't even know their backup center is, but they definitely need to figure out maybe, yeah, maybe get a, a guy who's going to buy out. Yeah. Because you can't live with DeAndre. I can't now, live with DeAndre Jordan being a center. Yeah, he Nets. stinks. But now this kind of brings me to... Uh, James Harden and Kyrie Irving. I'm just going to talk about them both at one time. They're both ball-dominant guys. So I think what Steve Nash is going to have to do is... Obviously, the three stars are going to have to close the game together. Obviously, the last four minutes of the game, they're going to be in, and they should be. But I think that what they're going to do is... I think they're probably going to pair up... Um. Kyrie and Durant to play most of their minutes together and let James Harden run with the second unit a I, lot. That could make sense. You know, and I think that because we, we kind of, 
We look at these three stars and you're just like, there's only one ball. Well, they're not going to be playing 48 minutes together at one time. They're going to have to stagger the minutes. And whatever way you look at it, James Harden last year, his plus minuses in the playoffs were insane. When, the, when he was on the court for the Rockets, they had a plus net rating, like probably close to 10. And yeah. when he was off, Caruso was it was like minus 15 or something like that. It was insane. Yeah. You know, and they're just going to have elite scoring for 48 minutes a game. No, I, I so like I said, like we go back to Kyrie, his whole fucking hate his him. whole debacle with he he's just a weird dude. I think there's something mentally up with him, but with him going to his sister's party, um, I get it. It's your family, like, but you got to be smarter than that. As a, a guy who's making, you're in the top one, I would say less than top one percent of people making like the amount of money he makes. That he's going out and getting recorded in a in a big venue without a mat. You've got to be smarter than that. Your job, in the details, tells you not to get caught. Like, like it's probably not the details, but don't get caught. Have something at your house. You probably have a huge fucking mansion. Just have a little thing for your sister there. Do something at the end of the season. I get it. You want to. You're not someone who's obliged to your contract. You don't want to play by the rules. You want to be for free. But you're making so much money. Just do it. You, you retire at 35, guess what? You have all that money, you have the rest of your life to do whatever you want. People, you miss a job, you miss a day at 9 to 5 without an explanation. I'm sorry, but you people making a far less than what you're making, they're gone. And you're complaining that you can't have the freedom to do what you want. Grow up. Grow up, I think. You have to grow up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, Stephen A's talked about this and it's kind of, like, gained a little traction. Like, I actually hope he retires and never steps... Like, I... It's so frustrating because watching him with the basketball, he might be the most entertaining player. To it's a yo-yo in his hands. I mean, what the man could do is insane, and I want him out of the NBA. Like, think about that for a second. I can't stand him. He's just a little bitch. So, I'll defend him on this point. He does do a lot for his communities. He gives back and stuff like that. He gives a fuck. That has nothing to do Humanitarians. with, with, the, with the, the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, person so, that cuts him a paycheck has nothing to do I've with I've told him. people this a hundred times. Started becoming a booming headache in Cleveland because LeBron. He said he wanted to be a Celtic for life. Had a whole commercial about being a Celtic. He's out of there in two years. What did people expect when he came to the Nets? Oh, he's home. Oh, he's... This is what he needed to be home. No. The guy is a head case. He needs to be the star. He needs to get what he wants. He needs his own office. He needs all this like he needs all this glamour. He's thrown these temper tantrums and he literally got the farthest thing from what he wants. Well, Brandon, you hit the nail right on the right on the head. He wanted to be the star, wanted to be the go to guy, wanted to be the face of a franchise. That dude is literally the third star of the team now. And honestly, nobody gives a shit about him. If he wasn't, if he got traded tomorrow for draft picks, so they don't even bring in players this year, I honestly think net fans would be happy about it. I think they should trade at the end of the season if it doesn't work out. I think you get your draft picks back somewhere, and maybe get like a maybe like a veteran point guard that could like fill the role. But he's just not a guy you want in the team. He might be a great person off the court. He might be a great person in the community, but. 
he is such a headache and a problem. And Steve Nash even probably hates him. Steve Nash is a traditional point guard. He was a great player, two-time MVP. The guy knows basketball, and he knows drama. And I doubt he wants the guy who's handling the rock for him to be Kyrie Irving right now. And that's what I think. But you think James, James Harden, Harden to do it? Now. Yeah. I mean, love him or hate him, James Harden is such a better player than Kyrie Irving. It's it's not even it's night and day between the two of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, their value that they bring. And you know, I'm going to be optimistic with the Durant Harden pairing. I mean, they were able to make it work when they were little kids, basically back in OKC. I know that their games have both expanded. You know, Harden's six man for a good time there. Yeah. You know, but they can make it work. Those two can make it work. It's whether or not, if Kyrie Irving is willing to buy in to being the third guy, they got a shot. To, of like, And I don't mean just winning a championship. They have a ch- legitimate chance to be a dynasty if Kyrie Irving can buy in to being that third star. It's a big if. It's a, it's a it's massive if that yeah. I don't think that he's capable of. But... Like, Time like, I sell. like I said, it's you said it. I mean, it's either you win three championships, or you win nothing with this team. There's yeah, no, I, I don't. No I don't see an in between. I I really see an atomic bomb going off in that locker room, or it just clicks. I, I don't see anything in between, and honestly, anything in between, they fail. Oh, it's a failure. You have to win a championship with this yeah. team. Nothing about it. But like you got Harden, who Tom. He's better than Kobe Bryant. I genuinely believe that. And we're going to get into it. It's ridiculous. So I'm going to start off. Fuck you. That's it? Just a blatant? Yeah. Fuck you? That's your take? Yes. Is it my turn now? Yes. All right. So Kobe Bryant, as great as he is, RIP, him and Gigi. Kobe Bryant is, in my honest opinion... The most overrated basketball player in the history of the sport. And let's just start off with his early three-peat when it comes to when it comes to Shaquille O'Neal. I truly believe that Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, Allen Iverson, and I mean at the time, I mean who else was good shooting guards at that time? Or just good guards. I did say T Mac. Is it Vince Carter? Yeah. I said the main ones. Penny was kind of old. Penny and and Penny also. I mean, Penny was probably starting to get hurt, and I and people are going to be like, "Oh well, Penny and Shaq played together." Well, Shaq wasn't the Diesel yet, and they also went to a championship where they lost to a great Rockets team. They would have won a shit ton of titles together. But I actually believe that if you just replaced Kobe Bryant, Vince Carter. Vince Carter, nobody will ever sit here and say, this guy's one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Nobody will ever say that. I think Well, I think because he just played out his career a little too long. Yeah, but regardless, I mean, he was one of the most exciting players ever, but nobody would be like, this dude is a top 20 player in, in basketball. In yeah, the well, history he, of the sport. He, did have a, he did have a legit franchise point guard in with Jason Kidd at the time, the Nets teams. They were great Nets teams. They, they were. They were good. But, and they went to... Did they, did they go to championships together? Yeah, yeah, they got spanked by the Spurs. Yeah. But the point that I'm trying to make is Vince Carter goes down as an all-time great player if he was playing with Shaq in the early 2000s. All right, I, so I'm going to jump in. Because they 3 P with They might win more. 
because Vince Carter wasn't a selfish prick like Kobe. R.I.P. Though. You, know, can't, you can't justify yourself saying all right. I'm just saying. Prick. That's fair. It's in the Geneva Convention. <laughs> all right. No, but like, look, Kobe is obviously a tremendous player, and, and and when I say he's overrated, you know, like people think he's a top five player of all time, and I don't even know if he's a top fifteen player, and that's kind of what I mean. And people just look at him. Oh, he had the Mambo mentality. You know, like he'll he'll kill somebody to get a win. Well, when Shaq left, the two years that they were gone. He was an 8 seed, lost in the first round, and then the other year didn't even make the playoffs. Couldn't even make the playoffs in the prime of his career. And then after his three... Yeah, he didn't make the playoffs in one of those two years. I thought in 07 he made it. In one of those two years. They got Pavasol in 08. One of those two years after Shaq left, whether it was 05 or whatever it was. the first year. Yeah. Didn't make the playoffs one time. And then he gets Pau Gasol, who was a 20-10 guy. First ballot Hall of Famer. And Andrew Bynum, when they had him, I don't know if you guys remember this, was a 20-10 and 10 guy his, himself. Yeah. They yeah, had Lamar, Lamar Odom. Odom. Who, was he ever an all-star? It's on crack. Maybe a year or two. Yeah, but he was still a really good player. <laughs> that Lakers team they, in the they, late 2000s Derek Fisher, who were was really, really good. Yeah, no, for sure. But like I said, Kobe got drafted and they signed Shaq. That's not... You can't... I'm not, I'm not saying... but. The, what I'm saying is, you can't be better than somebody just because you won a championship. Look, he was in a better situation to win. So we Yeah, but he averaged, what, close to 30 with Shaq? Averaging 34? He did. I'm not saying he's not a tremendous scorer. That's, that's not what that's I'm saying. Tough. And he had years where he averaged 35. Yeah. But I've, you know who else did? James Harden. Yeah. And James but, Harden also, as the leader of his team, going against literally the Monstars and the Golden State Warriors... Like Kobe Bryant couldn't do that. Yeah, but Kobe like, Bryant didn't bring that kind of value to a game. James well, he Harden, definitely did. The it, no, I disagree. <laughs> Kobe he did Bryant, not bring, and I don't mean a, just one game. And I didn't mean just one. Obviously, he's a clutch player. Clutch I'd player. rather I'm have. Saying he's not. If Kobe's alive in his prime, and James Harden's alive in his prime, with James Harden still alive, but I'd rather have Kobe take the last shot of the game. I don't care what you say. I'd rather have Kobe Bryant take the last shot than LeBron. But that doesn't mean Kobe's better than LeBron. Just because a guy, you want him taking the last shot of the well, game. Well, they're more similar with shooting tiles. Like, you know what I mean? Does it, but the point that I'm trying to make is, like, Kobe Bryant did have that killer instinct. But that doesn't make you better than somebody else. All right, so we're gonna go, you're on our stats, right? I'm going to go off accolades. And I don't care what you say about the defending that he was over. He had, what, tw- 12... All I doubt he had that many. I think it's eight, eight to twelve. All right, whatever. Let's just say ten. Split the yeah, difference. Yeah, let's not split the difference. That's okay, nice. and ten again. I'm not saying he's a bad defender. And again, his accolades clearly show that he was a top notch defender. And I'm not saying, and I don't have the numbers on top of my head, but Kobe Bryant statistically wasn't as good of a defender as the accolades show. Kobe Bryant, when he was winning those accolades, they didn't have defensive metrics yet. They didn't know how to actually value somebody's defensive impact yet. All right. It was like a gold glove award in baseball. Yeah, but... They gave it to the stars. You know, they, yeah, but metrics, I think, killed the game in a way. The, I'll just go... Like, we're jumping, I'm going to jump forward real quick. Baseball. The Rays pulled the best pitcher on their team in the fifth inning because the metrics showed he should have been taken out. They lost the World Series. The Colts, 
Frank Reich thought they should have went for two because the metrics showed that he should have went for two, and they failed. And then they were behind in the game, and then boom. They were behind in the game because their kicker Blankenship missed the field goal. Doesn't matter. And then they thought the he kicker's based, confidence was down. He based. He's using so many metrics for sure. And you think they're ruining the game, but those metrics are also helping them get into positions to win the game. All right, but like I said, I don't think a defensive metric by some schmuck who's never played the game should really decide that Dog Kobe's, you know, he was overrated. Because I think, by my metrics, I have, I'm a 350-pound guy. It's, not just, it's just not just his metrics. It's, it's universal metrics that, I'm that just actually saying, show a guy's value to a game. I, Harding is not a better defender. He's I'm, a not saying, defender. I'm not saying he's a better defender. That is not what I'm saying at all. Harding travels when he shoots threes. Is a little quick, quick shot back. Yeah, that's a travel. I don't know why it's never called. He manipulates his way to the line because he's James Harden. But he gets these ridiculous calls. I don't think... Is he playing within the rules of the sport? Sure. I hate when you bring up the fact that he is the best player to get to the foul line. Oh, he, oh my God. He just manipulates the game. That's part of the game. But it's like... I, it's Steve, Do you, Steve, what, Nash, Steve Nash said it. Do you it's not that? basketball. It doesn't matter if it doesn't way, matter what Steve Nash says. I had a brain fart for the up. It is. It's Kobe Bryant should have won three MVPs. No, he shouldn't have. Steve Nash should have won with averaging 13, 8, and so, whatever. So you think that Kobe Bryant, when he was the eighth seed, when he averaged 35 a game, when he won like 40, What was Russell Westbrook when he won, when he won the MVP? He averaged a tr- 30 point triple double stats that stuffer. was never uh, done before, and I don't even think he should have won it either. He's a stats stuffer. But I he won think MVP. it's ridiculous that he won MVP. Kobe Bryant's team. You know who should have won MVP that year? James Harden should have won MVP that year. He averaged 28 and 11 that year. But like I said, Kobe Bryant brought a team whose best player was Lamar Odom, wasn't that guy yet. He was still, he was coming, I think he came from the Clippers that year. They had a rookie by him. That team. Suck. Luke Walton, I think, had 20 minutes a game on that team that went to the 8th seed. Kobe Bryant, just like Russell Westbrook, should have won that MVP. He averaged, I think he averaged 30, yeah, it was probably 6 35 that year. Yeah, he averaged something ridiculous. And Luke, Wal- Luke Walton wouldn't play a game of 24-hour fitness. That's how fucking shit he is. And That's he- just ridiculous that you said that. But, again, I mean, James Harden as, as the best player on... Not the best roster in basketball can have that team win 55, 60 games. So, you think if Harden had the same team Kobe had as an AC, they'd be better? They probably win more regular season games. I'm not saying they would make any playoff noise. I'm not saying that at all. I don't, I but just don't see like, it. like, yeah. I don't see it. It's not even about, he would start complaining. He'd say, I can't play with this team. Yeah, it, maybe he would. Look, but, he was playing great this look, year with the Rockets up until he left. The guy's overweight right now. They were three and six, but you like can't. The guy was also trying to that's literally why, trying to play his way out of. That's the why I can't, I can't take him over Kobe. Who? I'm you, not sitting here saying. First of all, all right, we're gonna look. It's, it's recency bias. Okay, we're looking at James Harden right now, and we're just looking at this guy. Oh my God, he's a prima donna. He he's he's bitching. He's complaining. He gave eight years to the team, where he probably should have won three MVPs, at least two. He gave his eight years. Beg for Dwight Howard, got him. They sucked. They didn't okay. suck. They had the playoffs. Beg for Chris Paul, got him. Compl- Chris Paul, I'm pretty sure. They I went think. to the conference finals didn't and they lost have in Game a, Seven. They did not. It doesn't matter if they fought or not. Kobe Bryant forced Shaquille O'Neal 
Shaquille O'Neal. It's debatable. Out of L.A. It's debatable. It's not. It's debatable. Kobe Bryant told the general manager. There's an article on it. It's him or me. Who they pick? They picked Kobe because Shaq was, what, 33 at the time? Probably 31, 32. I'm thinking he's probably a little older. When he was the Heat, when he was at the Heat, he was like 31, 32. But anyways, they picked Kobe Bryant. James because Harden, Kobe so James Bryant Harden was got, 24. So James Harden got... If Dwight Shaq Howard. was 28, they would have literally cut Kobe Bryant. He got day. Dwight Howard. He got Chris Paul. He got a former MVP in Westbrook. And they all just seemed to fall apart. So it rolls back to the point of the Nets. That's not going to work out. It, it might just, not work not. out. I, got, I think it will. Because I think Kevin Durant... I don't think so. I think Kevin Durant is a grown-up in the room. And I think he'll make it work. I heard Westbrook. Because Kevin Durant... I've, I've read articles on Westbrook that... He is the best teammate some guys have ever had. Westbrook? Yes. They said he pushed, they pushed. Just because people like him, but how he gets Harden, them to play hard, how doesn't Harden, mean that so nobody Harden, works. I think Durant couldn't work with Westbrook. So I think Chris Paul is one of the best point guards I've ever seen. I agree. Drove him out of, drove him out of Houston. Okay. Let's, you let's, drive a former for a second, out of Houston. For a second you, here. You drive Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard was... Go back to Dwight Chris Howard, Paul. Let me just ask you a question. Did James Harden and Chris Paul work when they were on the court together? Sure. But it won't Would work they for have won the and championship that, if Chris Paul didn't get hurt? Yeah, maybe, maybe. I, I, Fair. We have no idea. But your first no reaction was yes. I said yes, maybe. No, was you it said yes. So I'm just saying, like, yeah, you can't throw Chris Paul on his face because it worked with Chris Paul. Yeah, but for how long? They got, what, what okay. was the farthest they got? They let's got think, the about, the, let's think about these stars for a second that he's played with. Throw Chris Paul out the window for a second. Kobe Bryant, did he make it work with Dwight Howard? Howard was a prima donna, bitch. Okay. And Kobe so, was also so, 34, hold on, I think. So, hold on. We have an argument to be made that it wasn't James Harden's fault. It was Dwight Howard's fault. They were both prima donnas. So, yeah. Could I have that? Okay. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Kobe's also older. Kevin Durant, the most unselfish superstar probably the sport has ever seen. He fought with Draymond. Did he want out with Russell Westbrook? I think he's one of the fresh start. Did he say to himself, I can't win with this player? But he could have. You know why he could have? They were 3-1 against the Warriors. He clearly and guess didn't what? think that he did, not, guess what? he did not want to continue playing with him. You know why? Because he got in his head. And that do they you blew... know why they blew the 3-1 lead? Because of Russell Westbrook. It not giving matter. Kevin Durant the basketball. And that's why he, it didn't work out with him. And that up, relationship they were imploded. Up. Just like how it So game imploded. five, they were, up, they were up 10 with, I think, seven minutes left. They had the Warriors by the fucking balls. They did. And then what happens? And they blew. Clay and what happens? Clay they did go off. But what happens? They Russell more, yeah. Westbrook wants to go into God mode, and he sucks. Okay. But Russell Westbrook last year, by the way, and we're going to blame Harden for this. Oh, he didn't make it work with Russell. Russell Westbrook shot in the 20s from three last year. Not very much either. The guy was uncovered. A, an MVP superstar. They were having double teams. Drawn out to James Harden, and they were uncovering Russell Westbrook in the playoffs. Couldn't hit a shot. Oh, oh, it's James Harden's fault that he couldn't make. Uh, all things you out of your mind. Durant was seven minutes away from a finals. How, that team clearly worked. I just think it got in his head that he's like, because oh, Kevin Durant uh, is that good. No, it has nothing to do with Westbrook. That was it. Was all that was Durant drama. making that was drama. Drama. Well, I'm, I'm just done. saying. I'm done with you. You bring up the you bring up the other stars that Harden couldn't work with. He clearly worked with Chris Paul. Nobody works with Westbrook, and your boy Kobe Bryant couldn't work with Dwight Howard either. And the reason sure. why sure. 
What? I said sure, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And now, we got a little off topic here. James Harden, I don't care what you say, is a more efficient scorer. He's even a better volume scorer. He's a better passer. He's a better rebounder. He's a better ball Come handler. Come pass. You know He's that. a better ball handler. Every single offensive thing that you can do, except for a fadeaway jump shot in the post, James Harden does better than Kobe Bryant. Right. Now, Kobe Bryant's a better defender, yes. But the reason why Kobe Bryant, everybody loves him so much, is because he had the Michael Jordan killer instinct. But in reality, Kobe Bryant succeeded when he was on the best rosters in basketball. When he wasn't, it didn't work. Fine. I'm done with you. Stupid. Asinine. Ridiculous. And I'm done. I'm going to the last point because I oh, don't even want to... by the way, just last thing. Did you hear fucking Kyrie Irving? Oh, I'm going to play one-on-one with my boy in heaven one day, so it's all good. He said that fucking, like, recently. Kyrie said that? Yeah. I fucking hate him. He's a retard. I'm done with you. I've had enough. I want a last point just to wrap this up because Tom really just got me irked. Irked. So hot, hot or not, it's about women. So we're going to talk about (laughs) (laughs) not about sports this week. We're going to finish off with who's hotter. We're misogynistic bastards, I guess. I'm sorry. So our topic today is Margot Robbie versus Blake Lively. And I'm taking Blake Lively any day of the week. Tom, do you want to um, say who you I think? actually think, like, Margot Robbie, like, it, it, like whether it was God or, or whatever, literally wanted to design a perfect female, and I think Margot Robbie is that. And call me, uh, call me crazy, I, I don't know, I, I think Blake Lively, Blake Lively is a little overrated. Oh. I mean, people think that she's, like, a top five most attractive person Her face in is the perfect. world. I just, no, perfect. Yeah. I disagree. That's no, perfect. She had a cute little f- smile. I disagree. Nice eyes, beautiful hair. I think she's got a weird look to her. Don't yeah. get me wrong, she's got a great body, she's tall, I mean, she's blonde. Look at her husband. She's gorgeous. Ryan Reynolds, probably my favorite actor. But He's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. It makes sense. I'm not, I'm not saying you don't pair a gorgeous, gorgeous person with an I'm aunt. not saying she's an I'm just saying. Look at Margot Robbie's husband. You could pick him out a quick check right now. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? That there's something insecure about her that you don't want. But when two gorgeous people are together, that means it was just, it, it, they're both they gorgeous. They just know. They're both gorgeous. I'm not disagreeing with Margot that. Robbie's husband. She, she, I, she may have some insecurities, but yeah. that has nothing to do with the debate. Robbie's only advantage in my eyes is her accent, and that's it. No. No, I think she's prettier. I think she's, I mean, I mean, Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, yeah. that's, that's a 10 out of 10 She's body. like 21 there. So. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Which is she's just perfect. No, and she. I, and I think she blows. My I'm not saying she, lively out of I'm the not way. even saying she's she's. Margot Robbie's ridiculous, but I just think something about Blake Lively is just I would take her. She got that her face, man. I like the face. I think Margot Robbie's face is much better. Yeah, man. but hey, that's just me. Yeah, it is just you. I think a lot of people would agree with me. Um. Oh. Not, well, we could do a poll. Could, we could do a poll. I definitely do, could. Um, but Brandon, you owe me $20. Oh yeah, so our viewers, so, we're down this week. So whoever didn't so listen. pick it the fuck up, I'm listeners. like tired of you. The group, uh, so Samson, I don't know if you listened to it, you probably did. Billy, I shouted you out last week, you didn't even, I don't think you listened. So you're not going to shout out ever. This doesn't count as a shout out. This is a, 
Billy I'm didn't play flag football because of a hamstring, and now he's not listening to our podcast. Billy, I tore my PCL because I didn't get a break from you. You didn't give me a breather in flag football. That's why I tore my uh, PCL. This kid was stretching for every game, saying, "I'm oh oh, I'm feeling great this year, guys. Look at my hands." He drops every ball throughout him, and now he's injured the rest of the year. So. If I thought you were talking about me for a second. Talking about Billy. And I was going to say, I probably had more touchdowns than everybody else on the team. Yeah. And I missed 75% of the season. Yeah. Well, if I didn't have Samson, I would have had a I think better I had year. seven Samson... touchdowns in the three games I played. Yeah. Samson, had, Samson had seven drops in the first game. So he just played terrible. But yeah, guys. So that's that's our podcast for the week. Uh, let us know what you think. If you have my number, text me. If you have Tom's number, text us. Let us know what you think. Don't text me. Text Tom. I'll, I'll give you the number next week. But that's really it, guys. Uh, like I said, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcast. If you have Anchor, you can use it on Anchor. But uh, yeah, like we, like I said, the two main there, Spotify and Apple Podcast. Give us a listen. Let us know what you think. I'll put a poll up for the uh, Margot Robbie versus Blake Lively, and I'll see Blake Lively win. All right. But on that double note, or nothing bet. No, I'm not double or nothing. Anymore. Double or nothing not, bet on the poll. Not not doing. I it. got Blake Lively. No, I got uh, Margot Robbie. You got Blake Lively. I don't double or do nothing it. bet. I don't want to do then it. Then I want twenty dollars in my hand now. Well, I don't have cash on me. You Venmo. The Venmo. I want to hear the. I want the podcast to hear the ching. Send it. Well, I'm recording, so I can't. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, guys, this is Brandon on Instagram, uh, Brandon Barrasso, and we got Tom Hanning. I think he's Tom Hanning eleven. So give us a shout. I'll post this tomorrow, Sunday, and hopefully our viewers go up. I don't care again, but Barstool might. So in the future, <laughs> let us know. So I'm Brandon. And I'm Tom. This Thanks. Is, this is Twins Podcast. We were a little rusty there. With a Z, I'm sorry. I fucked that up. With a Z. Twins we'll we'll try it again. I'm going to point at him this time. We're Twins Podcast. With a Z. Like they say in Canada, Tom. What do they say? Peace out. Peace out? I can't say it good. <laughs>